Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's talk to our head coach, Arthur Smith. And coach, I do want to start there because this is a story, obviously, that has, has been around the world and, and it's leading the storylines for the NFL this week, even with playoff implications in the last week of the season and I just want to get your thoughts, if you have any, on you know the way this all played out in the NFL this week and how the league has responded to this unusual situation with DeMar Hamlin. Obviously, you know, we talked earlier today uh, and made a statement, you know, just how much we're supporting uh, DeMar and thinking about him and, and there's a lot of prayers and and. You know, our hearts are out to him and his family and the Bills organization. Um, certainly it's had an impact on the league uh, when everybody, you know, saw something, an incident like that, and uh, certainly happened before everybody's eyes on a public stage, and it affected a lot of people. And um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm sure I just kind of heard you guys on the intro there talking about, and um, it, it is unprecedented, and and you could tell on the field, and I you know, with the coaches and the players and uh, it impacts you as humans and as people. And, and I think people forget that sometimes when they're at the game, you get so emotional, you get charged and you take a step back and, and you have some perspective. This is about life. And, uh, and a lot of guys, a lot of people in the NFL and the sports world have rallied around. It is the head coach of your Atlanta Falcons, Arthur Smith. First off, congratulations on the big win. And Desmond Ritter gets his first win, and it's a come-from-behind victory. And the only thing missing was a, a game-winning touchdown. We got a game-winning field goal and almost had his first touchdown throw. Yeah, I thought he played the situation really well. I mean, you get in that – anytime you can end the game uh, on the last play and not give them a chance to answer, uh, I thought he handled the situation really well. I thought Tyler Algier handled it. Uh, you know, the third – the game kind of ended on a third down throw to Pruitt. Um, you know, wanted to put the ball in his hands. Could have gotten conservative there. But, you know, I got a lot of faith in Desmond, and I, he made a heck of a play. Coach, we got one more. I'm calling him one more test. I don't know if it's fair. I don't even know how you look at this. I, I do know just from your short time being here, you don't commit to players. You don't do that with anybody. When you start talking about going into an offseason next week once the year is done, once the season is done. But I'm curious, Just we use this term eye test. 
Coach, he's passing the eye test for me. Do you? Is he doing it for you? I mean, I don't know. We've had this discussion with fans, and I'm like, yeah, there are things that I want to see more of from Dez, but maybe the circumstances don't allow it. But he's passing the eye test for me, Coach. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I think what you're seeing, uh, you know, we've been very encouraged. And, you know, there's a lot of positive things that he's doing. And, and again, I, I talked about a couple of weeks ago, and we weren't, we weren't blowing smoke up people. I mean, it, we put a lot on him as a rookie, and, and it's a big part of how we operate. And as we continue to to improve and, and grow, I mean, we we feel good coming out of this year about the lines and scrimmage and things we do. We need to be more balanced. Uh, I think Des has certainly shown uh, he can operate in critical situations when it comes down to third down, two minutes, and he's played some good defense so far. And he'll continue to improve. I mean, he's going into his fourth game, and, and uh, I've been very encouraged so far. I mean, we, we've seen him get Drake London more involved. One thing, now again, I'll, I'm not going to be fanboy or, or stat guy or Twitter nerd, but from where I'm sitting, uh, you get the you get the film and you're breaking it down all week. Are the receivers getting the, the separation too? Sometimes it seems like uh, it's that's not that hasn't been as, as maybe as it could help Ritter out if these guys are a little bit more open. I guess, for lack of a better word. You know, it's there's a lot of things that go on in the play. You know, if you got to move off the spot, uh, you know, the snapshot may may tell a different story. Uh, certainly, you know, there was a couple of things. We, we tried to push the ball on the field last week. Uh, you know, they were playing. They backed out of there. I thought he made some smart decisions, you know, to the last drive to CP to check it down and got us kind of going the drive. There was one earlier in the game off a shot that he got to Algier, and Tyler made a pretty good play with the ball in his hands. I mean, those are efficient plays. And then I thought he threw a heck of a ball to Burke. Right. You know, talk about moving to his left. Um, those are things that are encouraging. Now, we got to – the next step, we got to make those plays. Don't get me wrong, but mm. – You've seen a lot of different throws. You've seen a lot of different launch points. Um, and he's operating pretty well for, for a young player. So those, all those things are encouraging. And then, like you said, the smallest thing can break down a play. And uh, it is nice to see his connection with Drake. Those guys have some chemistry, and that's, that's encouraging as well. Coach Arthur Smith, our guest guys here on Dukes and Bell. Coach, I'm not going to ask you, because I don't know what we're going to see with Tampa Bay. I, I don't even know. I don't know if you know. But I'm not going to ask you what Todd Bowles would do, but you've been there. You've been on teams that have are going to the playoffs. You're in this position. What's your mindset? I'm asking from your experience in, in the way that you've encountered this, because I don't want to – it's unfair to ask you what Todd Bowles is going to do because I don't know what he's going to do. What have you guys done, and what have you done, and what has been your approach in the past? Well, it just kind of depends where, where you're at, where you think your team's at. I mean, there's a lot of different philosophies about, you know, staying sharp going into that week. Um, so, you know, they're going to make the decision that's clearly that's best for them because they're going to turn around and play, a, you know, a week from now. Um, you know, there may be a guy or two that's a little banged up that you rest because that's a smart thing. But, again, you've only got – I mean, I know there's some, you can use some standard elevation, but the most you can put up is 55. So, you got to – you know, guys that you're planning on playing next week, it's not like you can put guys on IR this week to get 15 more guys up. Uh, that's not possible. You can only do two standard elevations. And so, and then you got to get back down to 48. So, if somebody's really dinged up, yeah, they, they shouldn't. They probably they probably won't play. But most of those guys will be out there. It is head coach of the Falcons, Arthur Smith, was here on Dukes and Bell, our weekly visit, short work week as we get ready for the final game of the season. One thing I said on Twitter, and Carl and I have been talking about it, we just love Tyler Algier. Carl talked about it at camp. This guy just hits the hole with ferociousness. And, and now it's, I mean, a 1,000-yard receiver on this franchise doesn't happen often. He's got it, and he's 100 yards to get it. I mean, you're going to 
you be a little greedy and try to get it for him on Sunday? <laughs> Yeah, certainly. Obviously, we'd uh, love to get the win, and it, and that would be cool for Tyler. Um, you know, I think another thing that's not lost on us either, really, with Tyler and Drake, you know, two rookies that have played a lot of, you know, snaps for us over the years on offense, it's encouraging to see them start to peak towards the end of the year. You know, as you build this thing going forward, that's the thing that sometimes gets these guys. It's such a long season. I know you guys hear that a lot, but that part is encouraging. Those guys have improved. And I think both those guys are playing their best football right now. Coach, back on October 9th, I don't want to remind you, but I got to mention this. We got robbed <laughs> by the officials down there in Tampa. Um, I'm just curious, changes from that game? Can you go back that far and look at that game and say, all right, what what did we do? How did we play at the end of that game? Because we were having success. And then implement that into this this week's game plan. Do you do that or is it just too far gone? No, I mean, you, you look at things schematically, you know, they'll have some new wrinkles and they may try to attack Dez different, uh, you know, on some passing situations like, like a lot of guys do. And, you know, he's had the – Dez had the kitchen sink thrown at him mm. from New Orleans and Baltimore and Arizona was throwing a lot at him, as most people do against young quarterbacks. Mm. So, he'll have a couple of wrinkles there, I'm sure he'll throw at him. But, you know, some of the stuff on first, second down, that it'll be very similar to what we saw earlier. And, um that's what happens in the divisional games. I mean, schematically, personnel, you know each other pretty well, and you're trying to tweak things. So we're excited about it. We want to win another game at home and end the season the right way. I know I asked you about McGarry last week and how he's really improved uh, his effort this season. Uh, Elijah Wilkinson, is he going to be healthy enough to go? And how, do, I mean, how would you grade those guys last week as far as Hennessy, et cetera? Yeah, I thought uh, Matt Hennessy played really well. I mean, it was encouraging. You know, he'd had the one start against the Chargers, and I thought he was playing pretty well before he, he had to go out of that game. And then we put him on IR. He worked his way back. And uh, I thought he played with a lot of speed in, in the in the run game, uh, playing at guard. I thought he worked well together with, with Jake and Drew. And uh, so that, that part was encouraging. Elijah, you know, he's – we'll see how the week goes. He, you know, he tried to get out there a little bit today. Um and we'll just have to see how the rest of the week goes. But I was definitely encouraged by Hennessy. Coach, you know, and I don't know if you remember this, but, you know, we talked about it with you, I think, in the offseason, and you were like, we don't care. And, and, and what I mean is people were picking this team to win two games, and, and we're 6-10, and 10, right. and we got a chance to be 7-10. and 10. And and I guess, you know, I th- I'm sitting here thinking about the progress that you've made with this roster and what you've been able to do. And, and listen, we've been very um, encouraged and certainly very um, – you know, uh, uh, as far as being on your side to what you've been able to do with this roster. We keep saying more talent, more more this, more that. We're going to be something. Where are you at with what this season has turned out to be? we got one week left. We're a six-win football team. Again, people are picking this team to win two games. Yeah, I mean, I think you go into everything. I mean, you know, we, we came out here, uh, you know, aggressive, and this team has worked extremely hard, and, a lot of uh, people talk about culture all the time and the climate you have in the building. I mean, I, I think what's, what's very encouraging, if you watch the way our guys work, just from, you know, going back to the spring and training camp, but everybody's optimistic and you get into a Wednesday in week 18 and these guys are flying around, that's become our, our culture. You know, guys know they play one way and you see it on Sundays. And we've taken this approach and we set our expectations high and we're never going to sit there and, and lower the bar. So, yeah, we're, we're disappointed because we feel like just about every game, it's these guys are, are fighting and, and we've had our chances. And 
but I think the foundation, what I'm encouraged is the foundation is there. You know, the, the identity, I think people understand when they play us, what kind of game they're going to get into. And uh, so I'm very encouraged. I mean, you've seen it. You know, what Seattle did first couple of years with Pete Carroll, you saw it with Kyle out in San Fran and what happened after a couple of years and Buffalo too. And so that's when you're trying to build it the right way. And, and people use that word when you have a shared vision and we have some really good young foundational players and we'll continue to add. So uh, the future is very bright for us. I know we'll get a chance hopefully to debrief you or the exit interview next week, but uh, as soon as the season's over, you and Terry Fontenot get together and start prioritizing what you got to get. Yeah, those are strategies and, and things that we plan out. And we've got a great football staff and we'll continue to talk. We talk all the time. Uh, you know, obviously we're in the season, you're focused, but you also understand that, you know, with the football staff and the planning, because things creep on you quick, you know, the season's long and, you know, it's our job to be ready to go because as soon as the season ends, there's a lot of stuff that we get going on. you got the Senior Bowl coming up, all this stuff, and it, it doesn't stop. And uh, that's the exciting part about this job. Coach, I just want to ask you this before we let you go. You talk a lot about situational football. Um, we were 5-8, and eight, or our 5-8 and eight in one-possession games. We're se- we were 7-2 and two last year, okay? Right. Is that just situational football? I mean, how do you do? How do you define that? Where you go from last season seven and two in those one possession games to this year, and we could go down the list of games, right? I mean, this team could easily we could talk about it. Would have, could have, should have. We could have nine wins. We could have ten wins, maybe depending. Is that just situational football? No, I mean that's kind of a broad term. I mean, certainly there's clearly situations that come up, and but you get if you look at them, and, and which I have uh, plenty of times, you know, okay, what what was the difference? Mm-hmm. You know, last year, that was a big thing when I got here. And I think you look at some of last year's games and some of those were games we had the lead and, and we were able to cap them off. You know, a couple of them went back and forth, like Miami, New Orleans. We were able to hit a play and, and end it very similar to how we ended the one against Arizona. Uh, you know, there's been more times probably this year where we've come storming back, which is probably different from a year ago. And mm-hmm. And you're talking about the bounce of a ball, right? The one in, in Washington, mm. uh, the double fumble and the target game. I mean, stuff that, you know, you, you, you can't even make it up if you wrote it in a movie. <laughs> but, uh, that one, the double fumble will, will always be the one that just, yeah. I mean, that, statistically, I mean, for Eckler to fumble the ball there and the fact that we got it and they got it right back. I mean, that, there's some things like that have happened. When you're talking about situational football, are you competent when you have control you not make mistakes in critical moments, uh, procedures, or your players in tune, Tyler Algier knowing to go down right there, you know, that is not worth the risk at the, you know, when you're inside the five-yard line. Yeah, you can punch it in, but why go get a kickoff? I mean, we certainly saw what happened in the Carolina game here at home. Um, things like that. So those things are encouraging. I think our guys at the end of the half where, you know, trying to score – understanding if they get the ball after half or we're trying to double somebody up at the end of the half, getting the ball back, trying to steal a possession. So I could go on and on and on. Mm. Uh, I think there's a lot of competent things that have happened and that given us a chance, uh, but they're two different teams and those scenarios have been a lot different. I know. Last year to this year too. And I know we, we asked you this a few weeks back, but just to double down on it, if we're 500, we're four and four, we're leading the tied for the division. If the team had struggled more, would you have gone to Ritter sooner or there was still always going to be a number of weeks you needed Ritter to finally grasp, to be ready to play? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that happened. I mean, 
but you're trying to, to make sure you're not rushing him out there. I mean, I think a big part of it too was there was a lot of encouraging things he did in the preseason, and and so did so did Marcus. But where we we needed to establish up front that was a big thing for us. Uh, the lines of scrimmage. If you put a young quarterback out there, and if you get him back out there, and you and you don't have the protection up front, uh, that that could be a disaster. And 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 so you know, it's kind of where we were at. I thought we clearly had leaned into the way we ran the ball and, and the quarterback running game that I thought gave us a chance early on. And as he continued to improve and where our situation, you've got to be able to adapt and pivot. And that's what we did. You know, we, you assess where you're at. And I thought the timing, you know, sometimes you need a, a little bit of luck. I thought he was ready when we made the change. Could he have done it earlier? Yeah, we would have adapted. You know, it would have been a little bit different. We would have had to take a lot off his plate early on, and, mm-hmm. but he was one play away all year. Uh, so I'm happy where he's at right now. And the way it worked out, I think, has been encouraging for Desmond. Cool. Let's go get one more. Um, good we'll, luck on we'll Sunday. We'll be there, Coach. We ain't going. We'll be no, there. no, no, no. We're, we're in this. We're in this pound, a penny pound, or whatever. <laughs> we're in there. All right. Good luck, Coach. Thanks for the time today, and uh, let's finish strong. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good cool. talking to you all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 